Hello, and welcome to A Face for Audio with Imogen Church. As you can probably hear, I'm not in the best of health. This is a serious problem when you speak words out loud into a microphone for a living and you wake up one morning and you've got no voice. But it happens all the time, particularly if I do a book that lasts for about 18 days. So I thought we'd sit down and talk about what to do when you use your voice for a living and it deserts you. First of all, there is hope. I have recorded many, many books under the duress of serious horrible, snotty colds and terrible sandpapery sore throats like I have today. The clue is drugs. Not the illegal type, but the type you can get from Boots or any other recommended retailer on the high street. My favourite is a putrid-tasting chloroseptic throat spray that when I spray it in the back of my moneymaker means I can't feel any pain. I'm probably doing my voice a lot of damage, but I can get the job done because I can't phone up and say, oh, by the way, I'm not coming in today. And they say, oh, okay, you've just cost us hundreds of pounds, but never mind, (laughs) we'll never employ you again. So I tend to get drugged up, lots of paracetamol, lots of ibuprofen, lots of coffee, which probably makes it worse, and then I spray this foul-tasting stuff into the back of my throat, and I can't feel anything, so I'm riding high. In fact, I managed to record the entire series of Bridget Jones books, well, the first two, I'm too young for the third one, I managed to record the first two Bridget Jones books with a hideous cold, a cold that was so bad that I was taking twice as many of the recommended ibuprofen and paracetamol as I was supposed to take and possibly risked a mild overdose. But it worked, so it was worth it. And actually, every time I get a tweet from somebody saying they loved that book, I feel victorious. But it's very hard when you have no voice and when it feels like sandpaper to keep going for the daily record, which is probably at least five hours of talking non-stop into a microphone. And then perhaps trying to sound like a little girl who's perhaps incredibly healthy and very happy and, and full of the joys of spring. Without sounding like I sound now. There is an upside, though, to being deeply poorly when you're recording, and that is if you're recording erotica. Or anything relating to Marks and Spencer's food products, such as chocolate goujons in a red wine sauce. It basically enables me to sound a lot huskier than I normally sound, so I get quite excited when I sound terrible, if I'm reading something erotic. Uh, The other one that it is useful for is a thriller, or anything where I have to speak a lot as a man, because it enables me to go incredibly low and sound quite threatening at times if I want to, or quite creepy, either way. The other big problem is feeling like pants and trying to keep yourself going for an entire day or more likely three days at a time. But again, plenty of coffee, plenty of drugs and plenty of positive thoughts can get you through. So today, as you can hear, I sound a little bit like a teenage boy whose voice goes up and down. Actually, that's a good point. I could do a lot of uh, young adult fiction with this, couldn't I? I could be a really convincing 
pubescent boy. All right, Brenda, do you want to go on a date? Oh, I like that, yeah, I might put that on my CV, actually. Um, and I came in to record today's audio berry and was going to bail on my lovely sound designer, Bennett. Hi, Bennett. Um, but we decided it was very useful for people to hear how you can possibly record when you sound like this. <laughs> oh, dear. I think I may be slightly drunk on my drugs. Um, once again, I want to make it clear that I'm not endorsing illicit drugs. These are all things that you can get over the counter at Boots or any other leading and approved high street chain. I have often turned up to a studio where the other producer has been kicking his heels because somebody has called in sick. And maybe it's because I commute to all of my studios and therefore I don't want to lose out on the train fare I've already paid for. But I will work through almost any illness. In fact, I've recorded whole days of books, having just had a crash on my bike, broken my ribs, grazed my face and almost broken my arm. And I've still managed to record. On top of that, I had a cold. But that's what they call Dr. Theatre. You can't just not turn up. One more point about being poorly and trying to speak into a microphone for a living is, I don't know if you can hear it, but my voice has become very claggy. And that's largely because I have a bottle of tickly cough syrup next to me and I'm swigging it like it's wine. And it's having a similar effect. Always get non-drowsy people. Don't forget to get non-drowsy. But yeah, the cough syrup itself makes my tongue quite claggy. So that's uh, another downside. So plenty of water. But the flip side with water, as you will hear with another audio berry, is that as it then travels down your throat, it makes all sorts of delightful noises. (laughs) But we will come on to noises on another day. Right now, I think that I need to go and take some more drugs. Plus, I feel really knackered. All right, I'm going to sign off now. Thank you for your time, and I hope you listen again. Bye-bye.